Honey, ho! What is up, guys? That's right, I'm back. Uh, this is the unofficial official start of season three because I do not know where I left off. And, uh, yeah. So we should be back up on the iTunes store by the time this goes live. If not, well, I hope you're listening to this on podcast.com. Thanks, guys, for letting me host my show here. Otherwise, uh... Hope you're enjoying the uh, Apple Podcast app because that's really nice and really professional looking. But we should go back up there pretty soon in the next few days with the new logo. Finally got that sorted out. It never updated because uh, it was too big, actually. So we're ready there. I am on my way to get a haircut, and that's what we're talking about today, is hairstyles as a form of expression because, you know, why not? Why not start the new year off that way? By the way, happy 2020. It's January 2nd, and uh, this is the Patchwork Network. So, um, haircuts have always been a thing. I mean, as far as humans have had hair, it's grown and gotten long and become a problem. And somebody decided to, uh, hey, I'm going to take a knife, cut it off, and uh, get it out of my eyes, off the back of my neck whatever but when did it become a form of expression well you know back in I didn't know any research on this so just bear with me um back in you know England in the early earliest of times do you know 11th 12th 13th century Let's see, am I getting my dates right? I took AP World History, I should know this. Um, I know in England, like, back before, like, we fought for our independence and whatnot, hair was like a status. You know, people, judges, parliamentary people, the royalty would wear wigs, big, tall wigs, to represent their status, their power, their royalty, you know, all that. And then, at some point in America, you know, it went, it was like that, because there's like George Washington with his ponytail or whatever you want to call it, and Alexander Hamilton and Jefferson, and all those guys were smart dudes, and they all were continuing a tradition from England, but it was about, and I may be wrong, but the first time I know we ever had recorded where a mass change in the hairstyle was the 1920s. And that was the Roaring Twenties. And uh, that was when people started cutting their hair short because everything got short. You know, clothes, work week, (laughs) everything. Everything got short then, and women would cut their hair short in bobs to uh, make a statement. They weren't, you know, gonna be this oppressed, you know, back to the kitchen force. They were expressing themselves, being defiant. And so then that kind of caught on, and guys started, you know, growing their hair out long. We got to the 70s, and we had hippies with, you know, long hair, and braids. I'm not entirely sure. Again, I did very little research on this. I promise I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this better. Um, and then, 
you know, 70s, 80s, 90s. We had like the rockers with the rocker hair. And uh, in the 50s, we had greasers, slick back hair, uh, big poofy hairstyles like Elvis. Um, then we got, you know, guys would grow out beards and sideburns, mustaches to express even further. And now we have yearly trends and fashions. We get things like it's popular now for women to have long hair. Oh, now it's popular for short hair. It's more practical practical for everyone to have short hair in the summer because uh, it's hot. Very hot. Short hair means your scalp can breathe. Or in the winter you get long hair. But, you know, Everybody uses their hair as a form of expression. And I think my favorite YouTubers, podcasters of all time, Rhett and Link, did it best in their book, uh, The Book of Mythicality, when they discussed hair. They actually have a whole chapter on hair and how it relates to, to expressing yourself. And they talked about how they wound up, you know, when you get a job, (coughs) excuse me, when you get a job, like a business job, where you have to wear a suit, you have to, like, have a sensible hairstyle, and they called that one the hair of defeat, because that's, like, your typical bowl cut sort of look, but now you can get away with more, because that was, I don't know, they're 40, so that was a while ago. You can get away with more styling. Like me, I can always get mine with what they call a high fade on the sides and back. Shave it completely off my neck, almost. And uh, an inch on the top. Leave it at an inch on the top so I can poof it up. That's my signature look. Many of you probably know that. At least those that go to my school. Um, Anyway, I'm going in. And I'll be back after we're done. Okay, so today we'll be talking about bad haircuts. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. So I uh, just got back out. Uh, Pretty successful experience. I wish you would have dried my hair a little more because it's all like slicked back. Uh, But I was thinking, and as I was talking with the hairstylist as she went to work, as I usually do, just because silence is very awkward. Um, I was thinking about how not only do we use hairstyle to express ourselves, but how hairstyles actually tend to, what's the word, express a group or a popular, like, what I realized was a lot of the people at my school think and, like, have the same hairstyles or will go along with similar hair trends or like how baseball teams, football teams will like get patterns or the same haircuts stenciled in their hair right before a big game or a last game or something. And I was thinking several of the boys in my school wound up getting mullets and my cousin got uh, his number shaved in the side of his head along with the rest of the baseball team got their numbers shaved in the side of their head for their last game and it was their like it was like the championship game their senior year and I remember that being a big deal because it was right before senior pictures and 
that did not make mom too happy, <laughs> which is my aunt. But I remember that <clears throat> that wasn't just the case now. Back in elementary school, everybody was getting the buzz cut. All the boys, one boy would get a buzz cut. Next thing you know, within the next two weeks, everybody would have a buzz cut. And all the girls, you know, would style their hair similarly. And now it's not quite the same, but like I feel like different groups of people will, you know, choose the same haircut to show that, hey, we're the same group of people. And that's, I guess, where we get like the rocker haircut or the hippie, hippie style. And it just, it's to define us, to separate us, and to express ourselves. And I guess it's, you know, even though it's not necessarily like this big method of expression, you know, because, oh my gosh, I cut my hair, I'm so defiant and expressive. Maybe it's more, uh, more like I'm allowed to style my hair the way I want. I can choose, you know, the haircut I want, the length I want, the color I want. Well, not everybody can choose the color, but you get what I'm saying. And that gives us a feeling of expression that allows us to, you know, be unique. Even if we're all getting the same haircuts, we don't all have the same hairstyles. There's soft hair, coarse hair, thick hair, thin hair. And, you know, how you take care of it, how often you wash it, what you wash it with. You know, all that can determine how your hair is and how it will ultimately style when cut. And, you know, I guess we have to give a lot of credit to the barbers because, you know, I've, I've heard that school is pretty tough because, like, yes, you know, they're, I don't know if this is their motto, but, like, the motto they tell nervous students is, you know, hair grows back. But, like, the fact that they work so hard to be able to, you know, look at a picture you show them and match it sort of to your hair and cut it according to your style so it will kind of look like that and how they know what it'll do. Like, my barber said, after I wash my hair, it's going to fall out so it'll look better because when you cut your hair, it just, like, shocks. Shocks the hair, you know, not like electric shock, but, like, goes into shock. And so all this work and effort and you know things they learn about hair is pretty interesting so that they can you know do the job they do and not you know be the the barber that it'll grow back they're not the it'll grow back barber they're the man you should go get your haircut from him or her because she did this and this style is so cool and yeah you like it this is who cut my hair so there's a whole lot there's a lot to it but it's a rather interesting, interesting thing. And, uh, yeah. So haircuts. How do you style your hair? Do you like it long? Do you like it short? Do you get it colored, highlighted? Are you allowed to get it colored, highlighted? All these are questions we ask ourselves in a never-ending battle to express ourselves in the way we choose thanks for listening stick around we're coming back because i forgot how much fun this was uh 
Also, if you've got Disney Plus and you've seen The World According to Jeff Goldblum, that's become a huge inspiration for me. And, you know, he's got video, but basically if, if it wasn't a video, it'd just be a podcast and I'd listen to that. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm looking into doing, some more just random topics about why, maybe some interviews. I got some friends I want to do some podcasts with, some more groups. And, uh, yeah, email's still the same, patchworknetwork186 at gmail.com if you're interested in uh, a specific topic or interested in being on the show or interested in helping or anything, just send me an email there. Instagram's still up. Uh, I don't know if I set anything else up. We may have a Twitter. I'll have to look. (laughs) Otherwise, other than that, thank you for listening. Happy New Year. Don't forget to express yourself and style your hair how you want and uh, have a good rest of your day. This is Bennett McKinney. Lee DJ for the Patchwork Network signing off.